Why it's important to be a person that's reliable, a person of your word. A person of your word. What are you if you're not reliable? What are you when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it? You take your time or you delay. Phones and technology have not increased the ability for people to communicate and be reliable. In fact, it's done the opposite. It's given them more a reason to be unreliable, undependable, untrustworthy. Isn't it amazing? You can track somebody, you can have an iPod on them, you can know where they are, and they still show up late. They can instantly message you, talk to you, give you an update, and they don't. They can instantly send you money, PayPal or Vimo, instantly into your account, yet they take their time. Back in the day, we used to say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get the check. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't get to the bank. Oh, the bank was closed. You can send money whether the bank is open or closed, and you don't. You can send a message without the mailman coming on Saturday or Sunday at midnight. Makes no difference. You can get the package to them. And if you don't get it to them digitally, they've got 24-hour service. Not on a bicycle, not on a Pony Express. Oh, no. There are people that will get in their car any time of the day, any time of the night to drive to bring you anything. And yet we have become more unreliable, more untrustworthy. We've got exegesis, apologetics, homiletics on scripture, on writings. Yet there's more doubt and unbelief and disbelief. There is so much more, we do so much less. And when we have so much more, we do less with it. In fact, we waste it, mostly on drugs and alcohol, fancy makeup, braids and shoes and tattoos. Then we wonder where all the money went. Your vices. You have access to read and study, and you don't. You have the ability to ask a question without waiting for a letter to get to a person. You don't call for advice or counsel. And yet you wonder why. Your access to God to pray. It used to be only through a rabbi, only through a priest. Now you can fall on your knees and pray directly to God. How often do you do that? Rarely. If ever sincerely. Unreliable. A man has nothing if he has no word. Yet, a hundred years ago or more, when you wrote a letter and said, I'm coming to you in two months, you better be there in two months because by the time you send another letter to say you're, you won't, that's two months after. You say, I'll be on my way. They got a letter, but it takes you two weeks or two months to get there. They didn't have cell phone technology, Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, no. So they knew if I said it, I'd better do it because by the time they get this letter, they're going to be expecting it. So men were more of their word then, not 
Withstanding, there's always some who weren't. But when now that you have an opportunity to do so much more, you do so much less. You've got services every night of the week and no matter what religion you're in. Yet the world fights more. More war, more violence, more hate. You read so much and you listen to a thousand different preachers and teachers and rabbis all over the place. Yet you can't handle keeping one rule because you cloud out that one rule by filling yourself with so much more. And God knows if we open up your cupboards and your refrigerators and your freezers, not to mention your closets, the amount of things you don't use, you don't wear, and you don't eat. They rot, they spoil, they go to waste. What's happened? You're unreliable, not dependable in the simplest way. Keep your word. Follow through. Be someone reliable, both to your fellow man, most of all to God, first to yourself. Now, Herzl just talked to you about your world, but I think he meant to talk about the only world that matters, which is God's world. Because why would you ever care about man's world when you know who man is? The wicked, fallen rebellion seed that denies its maker? Did not Yeshua say, the devil is your father? He was a liar, a deceiver from the beginning. He is the father of lies. Now, Surely, men can become children of God, and God is the father of truth and life and everything that is. But that is not immediate and instantaneous. And besides, if you want to be like your father, then you should stop beholding your father, because by beholding we become. And it is the word of the Lord that stands firm and comes to pass. Because God said, my word is life, my word is right on, my word does not return to me void. In the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God, the word was, let there be light, there was light. Let there be a firmament in the water to separate the water, and there it was. Let us make man, and there he was. The Lord said, I will come and I will not delay. He may not come when you want it, but he's right on time, right on time. may not come when you want it, but he's right on time. When God says, God does. Isn't that the whole purpose of the scriptures? The testimony? How many prophecies end with the words, then you will know that I am yod hey vav hey. When? When what I told you will come to pass. Because God said it would, and it will. So why do you sweat what man says and what man does? Man is so infinitesimal and so unimportant. Do you sweat what ants say, what flies say? The fly says, I'm going to come into your house and step on your food. And you grab that swatter and zap it to death. 
So the fly said, so what? Big whoop. Man is nothing. Man has no control. What does God say? I know the thoughts of man. They are worthless. <laughs> so why do you worry about it? What you should worry about is the word of God. Because he is faithful. He is trustworthy. He is loyal. And he will bring to pass what he promised. And that includes blessings and curses. Just read the book of Devarim, Deuteronomy. I present you today with blessings and curses. Life and death. Choose life. But most of you choose death. And well, that's your choice. So God has to deliver what he promised. So many Jews are so hung up on the Holocaust as if some strange thing happened to them. We don't believe in God. Where was God in the Holocaust? All that nonsense. Oh, fools. Rebellious. Wicked Jews, where were you? You don't keep the Torah. And what do you expect? Do you expect a blessing for the curses that you bring upon yourself? No. God promised, did he not? Devarim 28, Vaikra 26. Even though you are as numerous as the stars, only a handful will remain. I will bring you to the land of your adversaries. They will hunt you down. In the morning you will say, who will bring me the night? In the night say... You will say, who will make it morning? You will run even though nobody's chasing you. It's all in the scripture, you know. And obviously it came to pass. So if anything, that is evidence that God is. How can he prophesy so accurately 3,000 years in advance something that will happen? And you say, where was God? But yet, even during that judgment, he brought you mercy. Did God not use people like Oscar Schindler? He says, I will have mercy on you and will not destroy you completely. A handful will survive, and they did. Many other people were used by God. Oscar Schindler is not that special. God uses everything. He can raise up rocks to be children of Abraham. He doesn't want to use rocks, but he can. <laughs> so why worry about the word of men? Man is unreliable, is unaccountable. They say one thing, they do another. They forget, they fall short, all kind of stuff. But not the maker of man. Irmiao says, well, Irmiao doesn't say it. It's said in the book named after Irmiao, written by him, the word of Adonai. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mortals. But blessed is the man who trusts in God. He is like a tree planted by streams of water. Yes, if you trust in the Lord. And I don't mean, oh, I believe in God. Do you? Do you trust in the Lord? Are you willing to lay down your life trusting Him? When He tells you to quit your job, stop that whatever degree, drop that scholarship, leave that country, drop that girlfriend, leave your home and everything behind, do you trust him and do it and obey? No. Now, you say you believe in God, but you don't trust him, which means you don't believe him at all, because faith is trust, they're synonymous, one and the same, and faith without works is dead. If you trust God, where's the evidence that you do? Do you live your life in such a way? No, you try to make things happen your way instead of God's way. 
And without trust, it is impossible to please God. That's scriptural for you. The word is trustworthy. He is faithful. And it is His word that you should worry about. So fear the Lord and obey. Hallelujah. Whatever you need from me, whatever you need me to be, I can guarantee I'll do nothing less for you than give my best to you, no matter if it costs my life. You're definitely worth the price. What can I do for you? do nothing less for you than give my best to you cause you're the reason I make it through the day and through you are the laughter in the voice you are my one and only choice and even though my hopes turn into fears like the wind you come and dry my tears you are the rock that holds me still Problem at all, you never ever fall. Whatever you need from me, whatever you need me, whatever you need me to be, I can guarantee I'll do nothing less than you. Then give my best to you, no matter if it costs my life. It's definitely worth the price. What can I do for you? less for you than give my best to you like the sun you rise on a night like my own you love is stronger than anything and like a star at night you are my twinkling sound I can't find my way back to you You are the rock of steel. It's no problem at all. You're there and never a fall. you need from me. Whatever you need me to be. I can guarantee I'll do nothing less for you than give my best to you. Matter if it costs my life, you're definitely worth the price. What more can I do for you? I'll do nothing less for you than give my best to you.